It has been hit, and we are on. <laughs> hit that thing. <laughs> I did. I know you did. It's Mike Marino and John King. Mike and John got it going on. Mikeandjohnpodcast.com. Right. Remember that website. That's true. You know, you only have a couple days left to get in our big drawing with Cooper and Binkley Jewelers for our Christmas giveaway. Yeah, it's Beautiful Mike and John's Giggo Holiday Giveaway. Yes. Just go to Mikeandjohnpodcast.com. You can enter there up to nine different ways. You can enter... And then we'll do the drawing Monday. I'm on way number six right now. <laughs> you, you're not eligible. I know, but I don't even, yeah. I, I only know yeah. one way. But right. there are people that have figured out there mm-hmm. are nine ways right. to get in on this. So, so get uh, in on it. Yeah, so get, get on it, people. Yes, get it going on. Yeah, like we do. Mike yes. and John got it going on, brought to you by Firehouse Doors. That's a good name for a show. Hey, we should do Mike that. and John got right. it going wow. on. Wow, that's a nice a idea. theme song. Okay. <laughs> we do have one. Wow, we yeah, do have it going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Coming up today, we're going to recount the recount. Right. Counting I on guess that makes sense. You're right, yeah. Rich Pearlberg. Right. For the less you know. And we'll learn less, trust me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two Cent History coming up and some great answers in Wednesday Night Trivia. We'll check that out after news. Brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel Tuesday filed an appeal in Livingston County Circuit Court in opposition to the Michigan Department of Corrections Parole Board's decision to parole Floyd Jarvie. The 63-year-old Jarvie pled no contest in 1994 on multiple counts of first-degree criminal sexual conduct, kidnapping, armed robbery, and felony firearm. He was sentenced to 23 to 60 years in prison, but became eligible for parole in 2014. The parole board had considered and denied Jarvie's parole multiple times since then, before finally deciding to release him in October. His victim, Wendy Jo Morrison of Brighton, has spoken out extensively about her ordeal after Jarvie kidnapped and assaulted her in 1993. She initially remained out of the spotlight, but then stepped forward in 2014 when she learned the parole board had uh, considered his release. Morrison made an appeal to the board, and Jarvie's parole was rescinded, something she said had not happened in Michigan in 50 years. Jarvie remains an inmate at the Cooper Street Correctional Facility in Jackson until his case is adjudicated. In the aftermath of an anti-Semitic incident in an Oakland County synagogue early Earlier this month, Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin questioned officials with the Department of Homeland Security about the need to proactively address such threats. Slotkin, who chairs the Homeland Security Subcommittee on Intelligence and Counterterrorism, spoke to officials during a committee meeting Tuesday about the December 2nd incident at Temple Bethel in Bloomfield Hills, in which a Dearborn man harassed parents and children, making violent threats and using racial slurs towards security staff. The man, Hassan Choker, was arrested two days later and charged with ethnic intimidation. Slotkin questioned why DHS officials were not taking part in a meeting that was held Wednesday night for area residents in which law enforcement officials from the local, state, and federal level were present. She further questioned why, as chair of the subcommittee, she had to go to non-governmental agencies to learn more about the Proud Boys, classified as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which she noted was a real problem in her district. 
Slotkin, who is Jewish, later posted to social media that with the threats of anti-Semitic violence growing, quote, it's critical DHS can lean in, closely monitor these risks, and work with local officials to effectively respond, end quote. And to help local veterans and their families explore their funeral benefits, the Livingston County Veterans Services Office is hosting a burial planning seminar January 18th. From burial benefits that can help service members, veterans, and their family members plan and pay for a burial or memorial service to memorial items and possibly monetary benefits, local officials say there are many options that veterans have. The seminar will take place at the Livingston County Veterans Services Classroom January 18th at 3 p.m. You'll find details on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Hey, have you heard tomorrow's National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day? I believe you mentioned that yesterday. I did. When you said it's coming up on Friday. It is, and it's happening at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. And between 4 and 6, did we mention they have treats during National Ugly Sweater Contest Day? I think you just did. They have sweets. Sweets. Sweet Sweet treats. With your sweaters and a chance for you to get your picture taken with Olaf from Horses Haven. Kind of sweet. Well, they got the Godiva chocolates, oh, and it looks yeah. like they've got decorated That's cookies. With ugly sweaters. <laughs> ugly sweater cookies. Ugly sweater cookies. I mean, there's, it's frosting and cookies. It's not well, like, yeah, you know, they didn't not, put like, you know, no. wool on there or anything. <laughs> That'd be tough, yeah, to, that t- tough to palate. That would not be sweet. <laughs> no, <but laughs> pulling yeah. a strand out of no, your teeth, not a good not gonna thing. That's not going to happen. No, no. But, but it's yeah. all happening at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers between 4 and 6. So you can enter the Mark Binkley sweater could barely drive a car get when his de- right, with right. Olaf. You're talking right over and Mark and, and Barb and they right. met a long time ago. <laughs> All right, so take two. Two. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet now. Mark Binkley could barely drive a car when his dad bought the best jewelry store in town from Mr. Cooper. He spent a lot of time there after school and weekends, enough to know that he loved the jewelry business. Mark and his family were exiting a Sunday church service when Mark saw something more dazzling than any precious stone. Barb Lockery. Successful and beautiful was a combination too great to resist. And around Valentine's Day, a nervous and pale Mark Binkley asked Barb Lockery to be his bride. They were married in the rustic, cozy church sanctuary where they met and decided to build Cooper and Binkley Jewelers together. You'll see them there every day, working hard just like you, helping people make special times in their lives even more special with a gift from Cooper and Binkley. They'd love to hear your stories of romance at Cooper and Binkley Diamond Jewelers in lovely downtown Brighton. Okay. Did take two get taken? Yes, it did. Okay, good. We're covered then? Yeah. Thanks for making that happen. You're you're welcome. (laughs) You're smooth as a baby's bottom. All right. So last night in uh, in trivia, did you take a look at the uh, question? I did. Did you answer it in your head before I you looked did. at the answer? I did. All right. I did not until I saw what the answer was. I, I the answer didn't surprise me, but uh, there are a lot of things that could possibly be a fifty fifty thing. Yeah. And last night's Wednesday night trivia brought to you by real estate agent Tanya Zirkle from Sold by Tanya Z. That's right. Motto, comfort is the key to home. According to a recent holiday questionnaire, like how I changed up the survey thing there. How did you? How did you? It was a holiday questionnaire instead of according to a recent survey. Oh, oh, I see. See, I did. It was a holiday questionnaire. (laughs) 
<laughs> Frantic Pay work attention. over at the trivia headquarters. That's right. I'm changing it up. That's right. Half the people, or yeah. 50%, said they had never done this during the holidays. Right. And it's we something... We to know what it is. Yeah, and it's not, I will say, they, it, it is something that, if you watch a lot of, say, Hallmark movies... Oh, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's more than 50% <laughs> yeah. were doing this. This happens. It's something that's yeah. often associated oh, with it's the very holidays, magical. but do people really do this? Yeah. Not many. So here, yeah. Renee said, go caroling. Sure. Now, as far as people going door-to-door caroling, I don't think ever in my... Maybe once when I was a kid, right? somebody came to our door and it was our next-door neighbor and her friends. Right. And Christmas caroled. We have yeah, a. They weren't very good. There are regular. They they went and Christmas Carol this year, like a week ago. There's a whole bunch of kids that did, and they did it last year too. Now, do you tip the kids? I wondered about that, but you know, uh, no, they just do you Venmo them. Uh, I mean, no, that's what it's like, be, yeah, like just yeah, hit up my Venmo. Right, right. Here's my QR code. <laughs> that's kids. right. <laughs> that's my tip. You know, there you go. Uh, yeah, right. I, I, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, did you see um, the uh, uh, Christmas Story Christmas? Which is the I did not. It's the, yeah, and, the and sequel. Ralphie or whatever, was in it yeah, and everything, yeah. and it was pretty good. I mean, it was uh-huh. fun. Not as good as the original, but still pretty funny. The funniest scene in the movie is when the Christmas carolers come to the door, and they sort of act like if you remember Sebastian Maniscolo's uh, bit about people <laughs> coming to the door. How everyone's like, "Hi, hi!" <laughs> Turn off the lights. They're hiding. You're not home. Yeah, it yeah. was a pretty funny scene. Anyway, it's not carolers. I do that when people try to sell me new windows or gutters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, maybe those companies should <laughs> disguise should them as carolers. Just say 50% off. That, see, that yeah. would be fun. <laughs> Sat on Santa's lap. Now, when you think about that, right. these days especially, I mean, well. first you have, you have your COVID, <laughs> which was okay, stand over there, Santa will. Huh? Right. <laughs> but and then in, in normal times, <laughs> in normal times. going to <laughs> what was that normal times? But I yes, know. I know what you mean. You know, I, yeah. my kids did did this very young. You know, take them to see Santa. First, my older son, he just cried the whole time and just right. couldn't even get the right. picture. Right, right. Because that's what it's about. It's about the picture. And then after that, when you get to be like eight, and you're going to go sit on Santa's lap, I was kind. I've always felt like it was weird. Sitting on this guy's lap, telling him what you want for Christmas. It's it's a little weird. Especially once the kids get to the age where they realize this is not Sam. This is some kind of beer. You're not the same guy that was at the mall. (laughs) You smell funny. (laughs) Uh, You smell like my Uncle Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Booze and cigars. Uh, Kevin said traveled. Jeff said bought wrapping paper. Mm. Right. It's another thing you think about, and it's like, hey, I'm buying this so people can rip it up and throw it away. That's true. That's why you buy it the day after Christmas when it's all cheap. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> Jeff, a cousin Jeff, said drink eggnog. Yeah. Just the sound of the word nog makes me not want to drink it. Right. I like eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. I just do. Stuck to a diet, said Lisa. Yeah, well, you're not sticking to your diet if you're drinking Sent eggnog. Christmas cards. Right. So, yeah, that is one of those things. Half the people will do it, half won't. Sometimes right. you don't have time. Sometimes you forget. It, sometimes you say, I don't want to pay the man for the postage. It seems like that's kind of fallen by the wayside. We used to get, we never did it, but we used to get many, many more from others, and now we don't really. Let me uh, take you off our yeah, list. I think you did. No Christmas um, card for John. <laughs> so, um, um, went looking at Christmas lights. Now, I remember doing that. With the kids. Sure, you drive When around, they're younger. And then you say, boy, yeah. look how all the work that guy put in. Right. They must have hired somebody. 
you know, those kind of things. But, right. And there would be a time we put the kids and you go down Heinz Drive right. where they have the, the lights, the, the light whole display, thing. Yeah. yeah. And then, but ha- more than half the time it would be blocked because of flooding because <laughs> somebody spilled a Pepsi and, and then so they had to close Heinz Drive. Heinz Drive <laughs> <It's laughs> <It's laughs> closed and then they charge you to do that too. Right. Well, there's that. Yeah. Um, Decorated outside the house with lights, doing your own work. Great Scott said, put money in the red kettle for Salvation Army. That is a good guess, because yeah. I, th- I think some people, nowadays it's even tougher, but they, they've probably got the visa right there. You know, you I know? don't I don't know that they do. I mean, and, and that's the thing when you, you go in and out. I mean, we talk about the QR code with the, you know, tipping the carolers. I'm like, yeah. I, I suspect they might get more if they had some ability to just, like, tap your phone. But anyway, it's not it's not that, but that's nope. a good guess. Uh, Madonna said regifted. I think it's more than fifty percent of regifted. Yeah, I'm just guessing. That, yeah. yeah. Roasted chestnuts. Now, that's not the answer. <clears throat> no. But it's a good guess and it's it's kind of along the lines of our answer See, in terms answer. of it's a traditional thing that you always associate with Christmas, but who really does yes. this? What, what year yeah. is it? 1827? <laughs> where we're roasting chestnuts right. on an open fire? What? Is who it the, does that? Is it the end of days? Has, the, has, has civilization <laughs> collapsed and we got to roast chestnuts? No. Sure. First of all, you have to find the chestnuts. <laughs> and then, have you ever had a roasted chestnut? I have not. They're gross. What, what does a chestnut look like? Uh, I mean, it doesn't look like a pistachio yeah. or a, a cashew. It's, it's Forget hard to it. Describe. I don't know. I just whether I have a cashew. Thanks. Uh, Whitney said, "Shop for themselves." Yeah, that's one of those things. Sometimes you're out right. buying gifts for other people, and you go, "You know, that looks. I like that." Well, sure. I'll buy that for me. Merry well, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Beth- I'll, I'll wrap it and unwrap it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so surprised by the thing I bought for me. Uh, Beth says, "Chop down your own Christmas tree. Uh, go to like a Christmas tree farm." And- yeah. You pick. <laughs> you do the work. I mean, if you can pick it, man, you're yeah. strong. Man. Well, that's how it is nowadays. Yeah. You know, you don't, they don't have enough help, so you got to go cut your own tree down. Right. But some people like to do that. No, that's part the, of the, the charm. experience, yes. That you would it's see like, in a Hallmark It's like movie. picking blueberries. Like those two that <laughs> meet at a tree and one oh, guy's yeah. going to get it. No, it's my tree. A woman was going to get it. Oh, let's share it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's date. Have let's, some eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pamela said, stay home. Right. Um, Karen said, don't decorate at all. Sally says, wear matching jammies. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that is kind of a, right. We used to have Christmas brunch and jammies. And I was <laughs> well, like, all I have is sweats. Uh, then yeah. they got me the flannel pants that said, I love bacon. And life has been good since then. Uh, Debbie says, eat Chinese food on Christmas Day. Something that uh, my Hebraic tribe certainly subscribes have to. Some that's Chinese? A, that, is a, that is a tradition, yes. Uh, let's see what else. Watch Christmas movies. Uh, Linda says snooped for their presence. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, more than fifty percent have done that. Well, Come on, especially as a kid. And if you're when, doing that as an adult, we right. might need to have a conversation. And, and as you get older, like when you're a really young kid and you find the presents, usually you give it up that you found them, yeah. and then mom or dad moves them or whatever. Yeah. Once you get to a certain age where you're smart enough to know, like, okay, don't say anything. I know they're here. Yeah. What if you know. what if you found it and it wasn't what you wanted? Right, that's that's the bummer part. Because <laughs> then, yeah. Well, it's the spirit of it's. The, that's right. It's the thought that counts. Katie says eating fruit cake. Yeah, no thanks. Nope. Uh, let's see. Any other? Uh, uh, listen to holiday music. Yeah. You kind of can't. You know get what? Away from I that. honestly really haven't uh, tuned in anywhere to no specifically right listen. 
But you can't avoid it. I mean, if you go in stores, they're playing See, now, it. if I go in a store and I hear it, I'm yeah. okay with that. Okay. Right. I, you know, you know, if I'm downstairs working out, I really am I'm not putting on, you know, Little St. Nick. Right. Watch the parade, says Pamela. Yeah. Some people like that. Yeah, we watched a parade. Yeah, we did. In Fowlerville. It's a great parade. We emceed a parade. We did parade. How about that? Or we emceed the parade. Susie said, had any fun. <laughs> some people, the holidays are dreadful. Well, that's you know? true. Yeah. But so, some people, I, yeah, you just want to go lighten up Francis. Pat said, bake cookies. Right. Our and answer. Now, somebody did uh, a correctly couple, guess a couple it. Of people, yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple of people got it. It was kiss under the mistletoe. Right. See, now in junior high, that was when you know you found some mistletoe and you're trying, <laughs> trying to snag that kiss. Now, wait. They put up mistletoe in your junior high? No, we brought oh, it with us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because now there'd be and, lawsuits. And, you know, <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, that's my, you know, we can't the, have that sexual harassment. In, in the workplace, yeah, you'd be yeah, in you, HR. Yeah, you can't bring you the know. mistletoe to work. I remember uh, in the 90s, uh, I think they even sold it. It was like a halo thing you wore on your head and had a yeah. piece of mistletoe. It was sure. like this. So you could walk up to people, hey, you're under the mistletoe. Uh, hey, okay, I'm, creepo. I'm a predator, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ronco. It's the Ronco Predator. If you don't want to kiss me yeah. under the mistletoe, see me at the mall. I'll be Santa. You can sit on my lap. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, so some good guesses, yeah. but yes, it was. Uh, yeah, uh, kiss under the mistletoe. Kiss under and I'm the sure mistletoe. in maybe one or two Hallmark movies, there was a, yeah. a moment Come under the mistletoe, now. probably a little bit of snow falls right at the right time. Right. Out in the square by the ice rink. Oh, it's always snowing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Even though they're in like. Georgia. <laughs> sure. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. There's a mistletoe, and I fell in love, and there's snow. Oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. You know, what about that next story where she falls in love with Santa at the mall? <laughs> Maybe. I love mall Santa. Hmm. I'm surprised they don't Just, have that. Well, you never know. All right. Trivia brought to you by real estate agent Tanya Zirkle, sold by Tanya Z. Find her online, soldbytanyaz.com. Want to thank Firehouse Doors. For being our OG sponsor, they're almost 25 years of serving right. Livingston County. January 1st, yeah. turn it over, well, and it'll be 25 two years. Weeks. Their silver anniversary, of course. Yeah. Serving Livingston County residents, we're family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned Mike Witte, proud U.S. Air Force veteran. They're, of course, your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead doors. Arsads. There you go. And for the past 21 years, they've been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. It's time for the less you know All right. with Rich Pearlberg. Let's learn less. And <laughs> now we should change his name to Les Pearlberg. <laughs> the less you know with Rich. Yeah. Or the rich you know with maybe, less. Maybe we should be richer in knowledge. No, uh, no, we're never richer yeah. in knowledge. We're it's the yeah. less you know. We always are less. Yeah. Yes. What are you talking about me already? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Were your ears ringing? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess this one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know what? Before before we get into the less you know today, Rich, um, we were talking about our trivia question, which the answer was kiss under a mistletoe. Fifty percent of people have never kissed under the mistletoe. <clears throat> Has Rich Pearlberg ever gotten a smooch underneath the mistletoe? I'm I'm in that fifty percent that is not right. Really, yeah. it it's it's one of those things that often gets associated with Christmas, but who really does this? I I don't know. I I don't know that I've ever witnessed it. To be honest with you. Well, look, like you know, you you ran a workplace. <laughs> if that happened in the workplace, <laughs> well, you know, but you'd have to like, all right, allegedly, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Get get HR on the phone. Yeah. You know. You you know. You it, it could can present problems. Yeah, that was one of the things HR frowned on was was uh, was stringing up mistletoe right. across the workplace. It just, <laughs> wasn't going to have a good good ending. Uh, uh, everyone, everyone's going to sign a consent form. I don't think I've ever. I would have a hard time. I think even recognizing mistletoe. Well, that's yeah, true. isn't yeah. it just the, you know, some part of a tree and you it's just like, hang it uh, up and maybe put like some silver on it or something? Maybe, maybe it's like poison ivy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of prickly and it has some red berries. or yeah, something. Yeah, it's kind of right? holly yeah. and uh, holly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. So, so fifty percent. I'm I'm surprised that the number is that high. I, because right. I like I said, I don't think I've ever seen. Anybody. Well, and the fifty percent that have, I'm wondering, like, was that pre 1990? Oh, I just hung it from my car mirror. <laughs> <laughs> in high school, I just hung it from my car mirror. Yeah. That oh. way, I was guaranteed oh, right. a kiss tonight. You right. know, right? right. Okay. <laughs> so you, got, you got the guy walking around the, the workplace with a with a sprig of mistletoe in his pocket. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry about that. that that's a little creepy. Uh, <laughs> so. No, all right. Just just to double check. All right. So so we're talking recounts and we're recounting recounts. And uh, I want to tell you something, and and I hope this doesn't uh, spoil the segment, but I but I actually did some research on it. What? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You're putting in way more effort than needed. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a lot. Okay, right. good. All right. But, but I was kind of surprised um, that there were so many changes. Um, in the Harvard School Board election, right, yeah, where, where it ended up in a tie, uh, and the, the uh, they had a drawing, which surprised a lot of people, but that's the way ties are broken in Michigan elections. And the loser of the drawing asked for a recount, and okay. when they did the recount, they found that not only did the the loser pick up votes, all nine candidates picked up votes. See, and that's the and, interesting part about that is that there was such a difference in in the tallies and across and, all nine candidates. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that the initial results, like you said, for the one seat were tied, and uh, Greg Keller, the eventual winner. I mean, he asked for recount, and you know, if he had won by one or two or maybe half a dozen votes total, you'd be like, okay, well, all right, sure. But I mean, I think he. Overall, I think it was 18-vote game. He did. Yeah. He, 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 um, this is where I did research, and, and my numbers won't be exact yet, but I did find it from a story that was on a, a news site called uh, Mike and John Got It Going On. Oh, God, you oh, really didn't do any research, did you? Research. <laughs> uh, and, and I think he picked up like 24, 25 votes, and the other candidate, uh, the incumbent who won the draw, she picked up like six or eight votes. Right. So the, the, the net gain was like around 18 votes. Yeah. But, they, but all nine candidates picked up some. There were nine candidates and there were three uh, uh, seats open, so you could vote for up to three. And that's what caused the problem. I, I, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of it, but I couldn't understand why would why would something as as scientific as tabulators make so many mistakes, even if it was a relatively small number. Well, and they were, and, and these are undervotes. I mean, in terms well, of they were actually they were they were, yeah. Well, they, they discovered. I guess, I guess that would be the phrase. Right. Undervotes. They, they, they discovered vote. additional vote. It wasn't that they discovered votes had been wrongly given to. That's right. It was that That's these right. were votes were not tabulated for you. So how does something like yeah. that happen? That's the question. Well, here's the deal, Elizabeth Hunley. <clears throat> explained it uh the the fact is you could vote for up to three but if you vote for more than three the tabulator recognizes that and rejects the uh, rejects the, the ballot 
it's kind of like if you vote in a primary, if you vote for a Republican in one race and a Democrat in the other, you've invalidated your ballot. Right, right. But what happened in the in the manual recount was they discovered that in some cases, people had voted for three and then and then did a write-in candidate for some reason. But but the write-in candidates weren't registered, so those shouldn't have counted as, as, a, as a vote, ballot or otherwise. I see. Uh, so, so the tabulator saw four votes and said, oh, we're rejecting that. But since one of the votes wasn't a real candidate, uh, the, the manual one said, oh, we can count those, and that's why everybody picked up anywhere from three to 25 votes. Okay. So in that case, though... And I'm just throwing this out there. In that case, though, if you invalidated your own ballot by doing that write-in vote and adding a fourth candidate, whether that candidate's not valid or if they put Santa Claus and voted for three other people and you invalidated, why count those votes? Well, you know, that's a good question. I mean, you you screwed it up yourself. Right. But that's apparently the way the law um, I think the law is written to it, it is supposed to be you're to try and determine the intent of the voter and if they did not legally invalidate their ballot in other words if the law does not specify that writing in a candidate that putting in a write-in candidate is an invalidation although it seems like it should be yeah if you're limited but to three it sounds like that's something where the law needs to be fixed where you say well, here's, here's what I think okay Years ago, you could do things. You could write in, like you said, Santa Claus or Big Big Mouse, and the poor clerks had to record all write-in votes and, and put them down. And they said, that's just a waste of time. That's silly. So to, to, to be a write-in candidate, you actually have to register as a write-in candidate. Otherwise, it's, it doesn't count. But I, I kind of agree uh, with the idea that if you purposely or, or inadvertently, through your own mistake, screw up your ballot, then it shouldn't count, but that, but, but the way the law is written, I guess, is that you're you're limited to three valid votes as long as you, if, if if there had been a registered write-in candidate and the person had written that name in, in addition to the other three, that would have been invalid because there's no way to determine the intent which right. three did you want. But since that, um, since the unregistered write-in candidate was wasn't possible to be a legal vote. They say, well, we know that one can't count, and they voted for only three other others right. to count those three. I think that's the rationale. Right. It, I, it I, makes I, sense. It just, to me, I'm like, well, you you, you just screwed it up. Yeah, you got to follow yeah, directions. Yeah. You know? It seems like they have to tighten up the rules there. That And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not disputing what the event. I understand why they made the tallies they did, and they did determine what the intent of the voters was. Uh, and that's what you that's, that's what elections, what that's what election, elections right? are about. And certainly I would say the system worked in this instance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I would give it a lot of credit. I think they, they, they it, it's important to have these laws and rules and guidelines set up ahead of time so that there's no individual uh, uh, biases taking place. Oh, I want this guy to win, so I'm going to count this vote. The rules right. are set up independently of that. And, and you know, this... Um, this Heller, or I mean, uh, what was the name of the guy one? Greg Keller. Greg, Greg Keller, Keller, yeah. You know, he was criticized for asking for the recall. Oh, it's just a waste of money. But no, he had every right to do that. It was it was a tie vote. And, and there can be, as we've seen. I wonder if he had uh, if he had drawn the uh, if he had drawn the the, the one the, the elected the winner or elected yeah. yeah if he had drawn the elected card if well of course not. I don't think there's any no he wouldn't have asked for the recount I don't but think there's any requirement 
for the winner to ask for. No, but would, would no, if Hemeyer, no. the incumbent, would Michelle Hemeyer? I mean, we, I wonder we, if she we don't have. know. I, yeah, she objected to it when she won. I don't know if she would have objected to it. Right. right. Now, she objected to it because the district has to pick up some of that cost. I mean, I think a minimum yeah. of ten grand that the district yeah, has to yeah, dish. Yeah, but it, and maybe there's a question. I just think yeah. the races are that close. The, the, right. It's like instant replay in football. I'm right. A team and, and, and my, my team recovers a fumble. I don't want the replay to, 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 to overrule that. But the fact is you should get it right. Right. The, the goal in the election is... Regardless of what you think of the candidates, shouldn't the person who gets the most votes win the election? Right. And so, what's wrong with discovering that? I I I think the system worked well, and right. I, I know Stanley said that the tabulator was ninety nine point nine seven percent accurate, which is uh, usually a pretty good number. But it does show that in a close race, it's worth. It's worth considering a recall. And that, I think, is a good point to make about in a close race, as opposed to the other recount that's going on, took place in Livingston County, it's taking place in counties across the state, where they're recounting ballots for props two and three, which weren't close, uh, you know, uh, won by double digits, uh, each of them. And uh, the group that is asking for their, that has petitioned for this recount, this election integrity force, I mean, the number of ballots they're counting would not change the outcome. It's clear that nothing is going to change the outcome. And and what has come up during that recount process is is that they are asking for the recount because they wanna they wanna be able to open up the process so they can basically spew conspiracy theories and make unfounded accusations and other things. Uh, and that's not what the recount process is for. No, it's, it's a waste of time. Right. But, but and money. It's, it's done just the opposite. What, Livingston County, there were 17,000 votes recounted and five changes. I right. Mean, it was like point zero 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 two percent Right. And it was and it was five it more for the yes. The and it was five more for the yes on Prop 3. That was the only one in Livingston County they were looking at. Um, yeah. But I mean, what yeah. was it? A 600,000 vote? Yeah, I mean, and they're they're not trying to show that the system is right, and they're and 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 they're and this group they've been you know they've been training their challengers with incorrect information, telling them that they they are allowed to look at both sides of the ballot. That is not true. They can only look at the side that has prop two and three. That's on the back side, and they're they're asking to look at the whole ballot because they want to reopen these other races and they want to question all these other. They want to basically say they want to spew conspiracy theories and open up and question and doubt and so this is where nuance comes into this and people generally sometimes not great at nuance uh but i think where it's like where the system works when we're talking about this heartland race where there was a legitimate reason to recount the votes and then look lo and behold it turns out that the will of the voters was not originally divined uh this other recount you know when it's clear that there is no reasonable reason to do this you know i I think there needs to be a more stringent well when you're looking at that big of a difference in the uh in in the numbers of votes then it just gets kind of crazy right so it is is crazy and and you're 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 not even you're you're being kind to say you don't recognize nuances there's there's the fraud is from the people claiming fraud i mean if you remember after the presidential election you had that long ridiculous uh what they call the ninja, uh, yeah, the uh, the audit ninjas or whatever the hell they were, yeah. Arizona's, and even they came out and said, nope, everything it was it was right, right. And then the backer said, see, we told you that it was fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the, there's no, there's going to be no answer that satisfies the right. folks who are claiming fraud. 
And I find it interesting that Elizabeth Hunley, a leader in the Nakai Republican Party, is talking about how great the system is. 99.9, accurate, you know, the, the, she called him remarkable, which it, which it is. And yet her state uh, representative and state senator have both contributed to the fraud campaign, both Ann Bolin and Lana Tice. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta wrote a, uh, assigned her name to a letter that asked the uh, Congress to uh, delay the ratification. Right. Of the, uh, a letter case. signed on January 5th of 2021. Hmm. Um, yeah. anyway. All right, now. <laughs> so <laughs> let's not dig up old stuff. Let's move forward here. Um, <laughs> I don't want to dig too deep into that. It's just, I just find it uh, unfortunate that all the people who, who could have talked uh, rationally about the election results helped to fuel helped to fuel the flames on mm-hmm. that thing, and and here here we're seeing a system that one it shows how accurate it is, and two it shows there is a system in place to correct problems. Right, the, yeah. the, the, the rare errors. and that's the, and the, the system worked. And that's the ultimate thing here is that the system worked. Wait a minute, I'm starting uh, to learn something here. So, uh, I know so we more. better cut this off. Uh, All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something here. I don't know. Hey, hey, hey! You know, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't put me on uh, yesterday with Haywood Banks. I would love to. Then you would have learned something. Well, you know what, Rich? You can get a copy of Haywood Banks' you latest a, CD. We're going to send you a two-pack Christmas gift of Haywood Bank CDs. Has he got a mistletoe song on there uh, anywhere? Do you have the one about the uh, the ode to the pancreas? I, I don't know if it's on one I of those two. Uh, I, I think that's one of his real early yeah. ones, the one with toast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try to explain to people the, the genius of Toast, and uh, unless they hear it, they can't understand yeah, it. No, they, that's true. Yeah, you, you got to hear Toast. I will say, one of the albums that we have here, it's a live one, uh, he does have uh, My Mother's Gigantic Brazier. Oh, boy. So, um, <laughs> that's on there. That's a little bit too much information. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> All right. Well, Rich, as always, a pleasure, my friend. All right, take care. All right, Rich Proberg and the less you know here on Mike and John Got It Going On. Uh, Don't forget, you can register to get your Mike and John daily newsletter update right to your inbox. Giggo News. Oh, right. (laughs) You're looking at me like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I can do something else now. I'm already doing it. Right, okay, right. Yes. All you do is go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com and you can sign up to get the news delivered to you. It comes out about every... Day around five, yeah, right around five o'clock. Around five o'clock. You do the latest headlines, yeah. and there's the news. And uh, by the way, signing up for our newsletter is one of the ways that you can enter Mike and John's holiday uh, Gigo holiday giveaway with so, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. That's right. So your chance to do that. that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty snazzy, really. Don't say snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say snazzy. it's not hip with the kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Kiddos and snazzy. I don't know where snazzy came from. Snazzy's got to be like a we're, we're, Mickey Rooney thing from the 1930s. <laughs> All right. Our, um, our two-cent history lesson. Today is uh, Bill of Rights Day. Okay. And as soon as I saw that, where did I go? To Capitol Hill. I'm just a Bill sitting <laughs> yeah. on Capitol Hill. It's Cat Herders Day, too. Do not herd cats. Or is that hoard cats? Hmm. It's Cat Herders. Round up the cats, everyone. Snazzy? Uh, it was originally used in 1932. See? Told you. It wasn't anything. Okay. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit later, but uh, all right. we've, we've determined that for you. 
It's International Tea Day. Uh, what kind of tea? The kind they threw into the Boston Harbor. <laughs> Why, is this Tea Party Day? No, it's just no. National oh, Tea okay. Day, I but, you know, know, they threw tea into the harbor. Right. That's a waste of tea. Well, that was the point. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You're, You're not taxing my tea. Throw your tea. We're going to throw it in the harbor. Yeah. Tax this, buddy. We're polluting it. Tax this, fella. And Boston Harbor, by the way, has been polluted ever since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's National Lemon Cupcake Day. Huh. That's the last one left in the tin. The lemon one. I like lemon no. ones. No. Chocolate. Yeah. You know, velvet, no, no, no. Vanilla. Those are good. If you go to Torch 180, they've got those lemon Still, bars. Those are super good. Just not a lemon kind <laughs> okay, of Okay, well, to each their own. That's You're, why we live in this country. That's why they threw that tea in that harbor, fella. You know so what? you would have the choice to say, I don't want a lemon cupcake. Uh-huh. And I'd toss it <laughs> That's in right. Boston Harbor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I'd have my lemon Damn cupcake it. party. Oh, wait. It's like lemon tea. <laughs> <laughs> would you like tea? Like, would you like lemon with your it's tea? It's like the nasty plunge. Yes. All right. Tuesday History Lesson brought to you by Oakland Insurance. Right. December 15th, 1836. The patent office in the U.S., Burned, all the patents that were in that building, up in flames. Hmm. They didn't back it up anywhere. Works <laughs> our backup. Like, yeah. you know, I had a patent for that somewhere. Oh well. Yeah. You're screwed. Somebody no, else. No, can. you don't. <laughs> yeah. And then you. Then somebody comes in. Yes, I'm the one that invented the whatever it was. That was me. The old whatchamacallit. Yeah, the old whatchamacallit. The year was It was 1836. Oh, okay. They didn't have anything. And then Jacks <laughs> didn't have anything. There wasn't much around. I mean, where you needed a pan. I invented the ball. So, on this date, 1874, the United States received its first visit by a king. Oh. King Kamehameha of Hawaii. Mm. Kamehameha. Right. Kamehameha. And to repay that kindness, we dethroned them and took over their country. That's right. (laughs) You're welcome. Colonialism. King visited President Grant. Yes. Not to be confused with Lou Grant. No, no, no. He re- Lou Grant received a visit from John King. That's true. Not King Mayamea. No, I, of Hawaii. I wouldn't ask for a job. No. 1939. Gone with the Wind premiered mm. in Atlanta on this day. <sighs> Frankly, my dear, I, okay, you know. What if he would? What if he would have said? I a crap. You think that might have had, you know, I'm the give sure. a damn thing was that. like, no, no. Oh, yeah, it was kind God. of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if, if Clark Gable would have just been like, ah, the hell with you. <laughs> just walk away. You're high maintenance. Ah, the hell with you. <laughs> Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, you're too much. You're high maintenance, man. <laughs> 1952, America's Christine Jorgensen became the first person to make her sex change public. Right. And people were talking then. Became a, uh, Before a woman, she served in the Army for two years as George. Now, didn't... Now, wasn't... Uh, it was I, 1952. I understand so. that. But Christine Jorgensen, I thought, didn't she... Wasn't she like a professional tennis player? Do I remember that? No, right? no, that was Renee... Uh, oh, you're right. You're uh, right. Renee something. Renee Richards? Renee Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Okay. See, now that... That, that was I later. remember that because I was a that kid was when later. that happened. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But 1952. Yeah, that was in the 70s. I okay. may be old, yeah. but 1952 wasn't yeah. 
I was not around. Then. Okay. Rod Stewart, 1990, married New Zealand model Rachel Hunter in Beverly Hills. How you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> Stewart was quoted as saying at the time, hubba, I hubba. found the girl. <laughs> he look may up. have said hubba hubba. I'm going to look up hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. <laughs> Stewart was quoted at the time saying, I found the girl that I want. Uh, yeah. I won't be pulling my banana in any, I won't be putting my banana in anybody else's <laughs> fruit bowl. What now? Where? What? Uh, <laughs> I do believe that Rod is parking his fruit somewhere else now. I found I the girl think, yeah. that I want. I won't be putting my banana in anyone's uh, yes. fruit bowl from now on. Until they split 1990 and he's found another fruit bowl. Right. <laughs> hubba uh, Hubba, by the way, goes back to the 1940s. Yeah, that so, kind of sounds like yeah. it's, it's probably a Bowery Boys movie. So, yeah. Hubba Hubba. <laughs> Bowery Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Watch <it>, Bill Kennedy. <laughs> the Bowery Boys. <laughs> Meet Marilyn Monroe. Hubba Hubba. 1995, after a 36-year ban, Playboy went back on sale in Ireland. Oh, well. Uh, the Irish were smiling then, weren't they? <laughs> sure they were. They didn't have to go overseas to get a Playboy. <laughs> get it mailed in a brown paper bag. They no more Playboy smuggling yeah. into Ireland. Get a bag of potatoes and a couple Playboys. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Is Playboy even still around? I don't think they print the magazine. <clears throat> I wouldn't know, John. <laughs> I mean, 1999, Boy George was knocked unconscious when a mirror ball fell on his head during a show in England. He was in the middle of, do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did, apparently. Well, the mirror ball. And finally... 2001, the Leaning Tower of Pisa reopened after 11 years, $27 million to fortify without fixing its famous lean. Because you can't be called the Leaning Tower of Pisa unless you're right. leaning. But they had to fix it. So it was leaning just right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the lean was a little too far. <laughs> Perfect! You know, all right, just pull it's, it's, all that way. <laughs> so twenty-seven million dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, to, I mean, it's, have you seen that? It's a big building. I mean, you know, well, yeah. Can't just like, put a Why block in there. Why didn't they flatten there, the know? ground to begin with and just call it the Tower of Pisa? Yeah. Well, from the beginning. Look, it was we like, even know about this thing if they hadn't leaned it. If it, it hasn't been built it. wrong. Yeah, I, I guess. No. I guess. It's Let's the, just put a big two by four uh, up there. The slouching Tower of Pisa. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. your two cent history yeah. lesson. So there today. is a Playboy.com. No, there's not. Yes, there is. I but don't, if you go I'm there, it's like it doesn't have the you know. It's got like a bunch of lingerie, yeah, fifteen percent gear, off. just in time for the holidays and, and things like that. So you can buy all kinds of gear. But I notice up here in the corner, yeah. it has Playboy not safe for work. <laughs> Let's click this. Oh, HR's all over us. Wow. That, that seems safe enough. Check out the mistletoe. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I think Rod Stewart's found another place to put his banana. <laughs> Research. Research. Sure. Yeah. sure. That's All right. Two Cent History Lesson brought to you by Drew Goble and Oakland Insurance. And Frankenmuth Insurance, That's of course, true. Michigan-based. They provide the peace of mind you need. They believe the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair, right? That's right. If you want to be frank about insurance, let's talk. Talk to Drew Goble. Right. He'll be Drew and Frank at the same time. Right. Oakland Insurance, 248-647-2500. Right. Or if it's Frank Burns from MASH, you could be nice 
it's nice to be nice to the people that are nice. It is. Yeah. And that's what Frank would say. <laughs> that's what he would say. Yeah. Thanks, Drew Goble, for sponsoring your Two Cent History lesson. We learn a little something each and every yeah. day, whether you want to or not. Right. We, we avoid go. it as best we can. We learned that John likes lemon cupcakes <laughs> and that I would throw them in the Boston Harbor. I like the lemon bars at Torch 180. I wouldn't See, turn down well, a lemon then, then why are you even throwing that in on well, lemon I, cupcake Well, I'm just saying, if, if that was the la- you said it was the last <clears throat> one in the tin, and I'm like, I'd eat it. I mean, if there's nothing else to just find <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> we saved it just for you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So, all right, there you go. All right. Now what? Here's here's one. <laughs> I'm going to ask you <laughs> ask one more question. Uh oh. For tomorrow night or tonight's trivia question, Thursday night be trivia. TNT. Yeah, Thursday night trivia. Do we have any gift certificates left for Murphy's Family we Auto? We do, as a matter of fact. I'm putting one up for grabs. All right. Fifty dollar gift certificate for Murphy's Family Auto, just in case you need to get your car ready for the the season. Right. It's almost get things checked It's out. almost winter. You know. It is winter's like the, on is it the twenty first like, or something. It's 22nd? like six days away. Yeah. When is the equinox or the? It's it's the, the equinox the is in a parking lot in the yeah. GM lot. <laughs> maybe it's Murphy Semi Auto specializing in car and truck care, getting ready for the uh, the season. Heating and cooling needs, brakes, electrical services. Call 517-552-3040. They're even open on Saturdays from eight to one. We'll have a chance for you to win a gift certificate yeah. from Murphy's in trivia tonight for your Equinox or any other vehicle. Or any you other may vehicle, have. yeah. yeah. Uh, Winter Solstice, by the way, coming next Wednesday, December 21st at 4.47 p.m. Solstice, that's an old Pontiac. (laughs) Was that? It was a little two-seater. Yep. Was it? Pontiac Solstice. Saturn had the... uh, It was kind of a cool little sports car. Uh, yep, Solstice. Yeah, 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 you're right. Saturn had a version. That's not too bad. Yeah. Maybe we should get one of those as a Mike and John mobile. It's kind of, you know, if you, you know get what? a dark one, it looks like a Batmobile. You will, you will get the Equinox that we'll use in the fall. When <laughs> when we're saying kiddos. <laughs> yeah. Then in the winter, we'll switch over to the Solstice. Because the <laughs> Equinox is snazzy. <laughs> the Solstice right. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's the Hubba Hubba? I think the solstice yeah. gets the hubba hubba. All right. The equinox gets the sassy. I'm sure snazzy. it does. Have you ordered your McNightlight yet? Yeah, for I, got the holidays? Two, I got two right here. Actually, I'm, I'm going to take one of those. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the one without our picture. Oh, okay. You don't, want the, you don't want your picture lighting up your hallway? No. I, yeah. no. Is it, or is it you don't want my picture lighting up your hallway? <laughs> I did not say anything, did I? I just said I'm taking the one without the picture. I see enough of him. Of course, we're talking about McKnightLights.com. Of course, a great, unique gift. You can just go there, upload a photo of a loved one, favorite pet, cherished memory, and they'll turn it into a high-quality uh, 3D nightlight. They will even yeah. do Rory the Lion for you. They will. Yes, if you're a big Lions fan and see him going to the playoffs and want to light up your hallway, your bathroom. That's true. Your bedroom. Using high-quality liquid yeah. resin on their 3D printer at McNightLights.com. Just $20 for one, $15 after that for each. And if you buy four or more, it is free shipping. We're getting close to Christmas, so if you want to do pickup and have them ready to go under the tree, a great, unique gift. You could even get mistletoe lit up. You could do that. How about that? McNightLights.com. Check it out. <laughs> All right, you know, you were doing so good and I had to check it out. What do you mean? Check it out. Funk soul, brother. (laughs) All right. I guess it's time to close this up. Yes, it is. Okay. Shop's closed. (laughs) Well, John got it going.
Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.